listening to www.infinitesmile.org. Enjoy the Zen-inspired talks given by Michael McAllister. McAllister, and what we are again trying to do with this particular aspect of the podcast is have a more direct relationship with the audience, such as it is. We have a great question today from Sean in Melbourne, Australia. Uh, regards to Melbourne, beautiful, beautiful area of the world. Uh, oddly enough, Sean's question came up in our most recent Sangha meeting. Uh, that particular meeting where we were trying to record, have a video recording for, and uh, we'll see if it turned out. We're still struggling with that process to a degree. Uh, again, it's it's on our wish list if uh, anyone feels compelled to uh, help us out in that regard, make a donation so that we can get some uh, video equipment that will allow us to then put these talks actually on the uh, web in a more extensive way. Uh, please feel free to uh, click the donate button at the website. That would be very, very helpful in uh, supporting our endeavor to spread the Dharma. Anyway, Sean's question uh, from uh, Australia reads like this. While listening to your podcasts, Michael, I've heard you say a number of times that, quote, nothing is permanent. If one reflects on material things, this is certainly true. However, while all things are temporary, I wonder if the same can also be said for events. For example, if I murder someone, surely the act of murder is permanent and for all time. Or, said another way, surely the outcome is permanent. The person who has been murdered remains dead, in other words, for all time. Should time allow, I would be very grateful on hearing your thoughts on this. Kind regards, Sean. Well, it's a marvelous question, Sean. And uh, to be sure, every bit of the Buddhist teaching, for that matter, most of the sacred non-dual teachings around the world articulate in some way, shape, or form that all things are temporary, uh, including life, including events, including thoughts, including feelings, Every single thing is temporary. They also point toward the fact that everything is interdependent, that we depend on everything. Okay, this is particularly, particularly, if I can get my mouth to work here, particularly true in the Yogacara teachings of Buddhism. Uh, thirdly, we have that everything is God infused, everything is, in fact, spirit in action, even murder. This isn't to excuse it. In no uncertain terms, murder is wrong, and taking someone's life is wrong. However, from the perspective of awakening, we recognize that it is our response to a wrongful deed that indeed becomes the most important aspect of our practice. It's not that taking someone's life isn't for all time, but their life was never given for all time anyway. 
It's not that it's somehow permissible under this practice to uh, engage in any type of behavior since it's all spirit anyway. In fact, we have a very, very rigorous ethical code that is put in place to keep that very type of behavior from showing up. Otherwise, we sink and degenerate into what we might call moral relativism. And that most certainly is not what the teaching offers us. When asked what a Buddha is, it's often heard in our particular practice that Buddha is an appropriate response. So if someone's life is taken by the wrongful actions of another person, what is the appropriate response for that action? This in fact puts us right back onto the path with full recognition that all things are temporary, that all things are interdependent, and that all things are God-infused, we then can offer the world a deeper expression of our sacred in the reaction to, or the response to, the wrongful deed. Now this may sound uh, uh, like an excuse, this may sound uh, quite convoluted, but from the perspective of the universe, there really is a spaciousness that is beyond right and wrong. From that place of infinite peace, if we can then bring it into the world in which we live, this spaciousness, this infinite peace, we can participate fully knowing that all things indeed are absolutely, once and for all, temporary that whether our life is ended through a graceful exit, through old age, let's say, or it meets a violent end, say a murder, in either capacity, our life and all the lives of all other people are in fact temporary. This thought that you may be having at this very point in time is temporary. It is also dependent on all other things in order for its existence to take place. It is also an expression of God, an expression of spirit, as are you, as am I, and everyone else. Thank you for your letter, Sean. Good day, Callister. You are listening to www.infinitesmile.org. Enjoy these Zen-inspired talks given by Michael McAllister.